welcome back to Sandlot Sports. Now we'll get into our NFL coverage. Um, so I'm going to set up a scenario for you guys, and you tell me what you would do, okay? You're leading 24 to 21. You have the ball fourth and one at your opponent's 36-yard line. What's What do you do? Well, I'd go for it. Okay. What was it again? One more time? You're fourth, you're up 24 to 21. There is a minute 14 to go. You've got the ball, fourth and four at your opponent's 36-yard line. I'm punting that. Okay. So those are those are two valid options, both of which will probably help you win the game. Um, I noticed neither one of you said, I'm going to attempt a 53-yard field goal. <laughs> no. I'll no. try to play the field possession game. Because kicking it, kicking a field goal is effing stupid in that situation. This is why I want to get rid of Dan Campbell as a head coach. <laughs> Who's going to eat all your kneecaps? I don't yeah. care. I, I want a coach that can actually win a game, understands like the game of football and how it works, not just I'm going to rah rah, sis, and bah, have you run through a wall. No, I want you to actually win a fucking game. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I saw that. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. But both of your answers. And by the way, people who listen to this, I did not set them up for this at all. Both of your answers were right. You can either punt the ball. Even if you boom it at the back of the end zone, you still gain 14 yards in field position. I do the new popular thing where you take the delay a game to get five more yards for the punter. Yeah. You do that too. Yeah. And then then, then, kick it directionally, hopefully for for his best, you know? Yeah. I mean, mean, more than likely, even if it doesn't like get the, the corner, it's... Some somewhere inside the twenty five seven yards, anything, yeah, anything like that's great, yeah. But, but with you, Dan Kimmel, he seemed like the type of coach that will go for it if it's like fourth and one. And plus, he was. You know, the running back is solid, so he did. Well, he was. They were four he, for six and fourth downs that game. Swift is going to be out for a little bit. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh my God, <laughs> coach is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Just don't tell that to his face. Uh, but he's a great motivator and he's actually turning the team around. So you're fucked. <laughs> Tony mm-hmm. Robbins is the great motivator. I don't, him, I don't want him coaching my team. That's who you have coaching your team. NFL, Tony Robbins. <laughs> that is, that will be his name from now on. Well, he's, he started eating kneecaps, dude. Like how, how do you get more like football motivational than eating kneecaps? I'm not going to let that go. That's no. almost as bad as James eating the W. That was just creepy. Ugh. Oh, you know what's creepy is having a whole football kicked up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no you more butt fumble? Which one is worse? Whole, which the one is tumble. worse? No, it is not. No, it is not. Hey, the Dolphins dude, won the game. Dude, a football hit that dude's asshole at 50 miles an hour. What are you talking about? <laughs> talking about the butt fumble's worse. That hit a butt cheek and just fell out because Sanchez hold the ball up. That dude, I mean, like, for real, that was a jackass stunt. <laughs> Like, punt it. Where? His asshole. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I could not imagine what that felt like. Because you're, who the hell, you don't expect that. You're just sitting here blocking, getting ready for the guys to come through, you know, take your assignment, and then boom. All you hear is two booms. (laughs) As as Madden would say, it was the double thump. (laughs) And you got to push your nuts down from your throat. (laughs) Jeez. The sad thing about that is, okay, so the team that had the butt kick was not the team that had their OC lose his goddamn mind in the the booth. That was awesome. 
that was awesome. But I, we just I, talked I think, about this on the previous segment. He had a rough 36 hours. <laughs> he had a real bad 36 hours. His alma mater got dusted by Middle Tennessee. And then he got uh he got beat by the dolphins, all people. Mm. Yeah. And so are, are, are the dolphins actually good? I was gonna say, are they for real? Man, it's who the hell is gonna cover those two receivers? And that's the thing, if you have two solid receivers they went they, for one 190 and 171 in the same game last week yeah not sunday the previous sunday yeah like you know it, if you have two really solid receivers both of them could be number ones on any other team and you have an offensive line that lets your quarterback actually have time to find them you know not like cincinnati you're going to be hard to beat they're going to get that man killed <laughs> 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 Joe Burrow's going to Andrew Luck watch. Yeah, yeah. retire twenty nine. I guess my question for Cincinnati is, why don't you win more screens? Um, yeah. I you know what? A lot of people don't run screens as much anymore. These linebackers are fast. They they, they are fast, but you don't. It doesn't have to be just a running back over the top screen. It can be a bubble screen. It can be a jailbreak screen. It can be anything. Hell, it could be a fucking draw play. Anything that gets the linemen and linebackers thinking about where to go. Linebackers are so fast. And they're so used to it. Screen has like a lot of lot of telltale signs, especially for an experienced linebacker. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. the point. You, you want them looking for those signs. You want them thinking about what's going on. You don't but want see, them just to run upfield. What's the play off the screen, though? Like if the screen doesn't work, that, that's the thing. Like there's usually alternatives to other plays. If a screen doesn't work, it's throw it into the ground at the feet of the running back. Yeah, uh, I don't disagree with that. But what they're doing ain't working as it is. Yeah, yeah but I just I think screens are kind of going the way of the di- the traditional running back screen. Well, like I said, it doesn't have to be a traditional running back screen. You have freaking uh, Jamar Chase out there. These fucking linebackers are fast. He's fucking, yeah. They're fast, dude. And that's why that lat- that lateral offense doesn't work so much in the NFL because they've all seen it and they can all catch up to it. Well, something's got to give, though. Or Joe oh, Burr's body will. Yeah. You, yeah, something's got to change, but don't go do something that doesn't work. Okay, then you have any other options? Other than bang your head against the wall and have your quarterback broken in a half? <laughs> I'd sit Joe Burrow and try and get offensive line help just like wrapping <laughs> bubble wrap. Hey, can, can we trade Joe Mix in front of the defense offensive but line? I'll, I'll tell you what, Lyle Collins was talking shit about he got to uh, Cincinnati. Now he's finally getting the coaching he needs. He never played that bad in a cowboy uniform. That was terrible. Michael Parsons just made him look like a bitch. Well, and, and that, that's my question for Cincinnati. Is it their head coach? Is their offensive line coach? I'll tell you one thing right now. Micah Parsons is the reason they found out it was okay to let Lyle Collins go. Yeah. Because mm. Mike, <laughs> Mike has done that to him before. I don't know if you saw how he, he spun his ass around, pushed him out of the way, and chased Joe Burrow yeah. down. Like, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, we, yeah. y'all know each other. <laughs> but but my question still stands. Is it is it Zach Taylor or is it their offensive line coach? Is it both? What the I hell think, is wrong with that? I think you have, like, the trifecta. I think you have – play calling for long passes you have an offensive line that's ineffective and you have a quarterback that holds the football waiting for routes to develop it's okay. a recipe it's a recipe to get your ass kicked every sunday well if if the routes are are deep they need to develop now and that goes back to play calling oh 
yeah, all that's play calling, but Joe Burrow's also got to know, like, I, I will not make it through the season at this rate. Um, he's the one that's ultimately in charge out there. They can call the play, but if Joe doesn't call that play, it's not going to get called. So you think you should audible more? Uh, I'd protect myself and then tell him to explain <laughs> to me why it's not okay. Yeah, I mean, I, again, something's got to change because he something, is going to get broken. Something in has half. to change. They can throw to the running backs. The traditional screen, you know, there's ways to do it. It's still kind of work and, and are effective, and it, it does work at certain times. But it's not. It can't be a part of your offense anymore. It has to be like we haven't run this all game. Run a screen real quick. See how it works. Yeah, it, it's not going to be the Eg- no. the Eggard Bennett you know but, type of your offense where it's you know you want it six or seven times a game. But the running back chipping and turning around has become is huge in the NFL right now. It's like another version of a screen kind of. So I like I like them doing that more, like the Broncos did in the first game with Javante Williams. I don't know if you remember that. He caught like 12 balls that game, mm-hmm. basically doing that. Yeah. So it's a good safety valve. And I think Joe might have to do that. Like, hey, you know, Joe, chip this guy, go out seven yards, just turn around. And if I get pressure, I'm going to hit you in the chest. Something. I mean, yeah. This, that's the something. That's the change we can say. But the, he has three things going for him. I, I promise you. Long, long play, long pass play calling, terrible offensive line play, and he will hold the football to wait for these things to develop and that's turnovers and pain yeah every so. week and i like the kid i i hope they get him some help on that we were talking about this all off season yeah like that he needs help badly badly and obviously lyle collins wasn't it i mean not everybody's michael parsons but that was bad to get spun around at the right tackle position like that some reggie white shit so I, I meant to bring this up last week, and I'm, I'm sorry I didn't because that would have it would have been recorded for posterity, and I, y'all would have believed me. But last week, the Kansas City Indianapolis line was five and a half for Kansas City, and I sat there thinking, Vegas must know something because what I what we had seen from Indianapolis was a dumpster fire, and Kansas City was really good. So I'm like, something. somebody knows something. Well, come to find out, Vegas knows something. Mm-hmm. So does anybody want to explain to me what the hell happened in that game? Sometimes I think sports is male soap operas. <laughs> and uh, it's like so, so, some of it's just, I don't know. How does Vegas know so much? Like I mean, the Chiefs almost. penalties kept Indianapolis in the game. Vegas has Marty's almanac. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And they just throw out numbers so that we, we put money on it. Yeah, exactly. And then they, you know, the, the games they can afford to take a loss on, they're like, oh, gee, Willikers. And they just rake <laughs> it in all the other ones the rest mm-hmm. of the week. Th- those skyscrapers were not built on gumdrops and lollipops. No, built on <laughs> morons, just like us. So, but I mean, watch him, watch Mahomes play against Indianapolis. And it's been a few times that he's done this. He struggles against Indianapolis. Indianapolis has a good defense. Yeah. Their offense is just so anemic right now that I don't know. We've talked about it. You can't leave a defense on the field the whole game. No. That that's that's the Chip Kelly way to lose games. They're always in chase mode. They might have an idea of what a play is happening, but they're they're only reacting to what they see. Yeah. You know, so they're constantly in chase mode. That gets tiring if you're on more than half of the game. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, I, I know it's a stat that's kind of gone out of favor, but time of possession really does matter. Absolutely. And and not just having possession, but number of plays. And I'm going to tell you this right now. That's the reason the Cowboys are winning football games. It's because they're 50-50 play split. They're running the football with both running backs. They're taking the pressure off of Cooper Rush. And the problem is that when Dak gets in there, he thinks he's got to go full Aaron Rodgers every time. And it's not the case. You have a good offensive line and two capable running backs. Let him work. Is that on that's Kellen how, Moore? That's how it should, that I don't know. Cause Kellen Moore's calling the play right now. The, the kind of the missing link to why this isn't happening is Dak. So, so Dak Unless is he, audibly at the, at the line or, or Kellen Moore is just, or they call different plays when Dak's in there. And they get away from what actually saves the whole team. The defense is on the bench breathing. You know, I mean, like it, it saves the whole team to run the football. So it, that's on Kellen Moore. It has to be. Okay. He, he must just call the game differently when Dak's in there. When he, I mean, should I, call, when he should call it the same way he does when Cooper's there with Dak's knowledge of the audibles. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And Dak can say, oh, this will work right now. Right. Football is not that complicated of a sport. It really isn't. Just hold the ball long. Hold the ball. Don't stop the other team from scoring. And don't ever give it to them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I remember this was years ago, back when, when Manning played, when they would play at the Chargers, San Diego would have like 40 minutes of time of possession. And they would be in those games because Manning never got the ball. It's not complicated. Is not complicated. No. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the schemes might be, you know, all the different blitzes and route combinations, all that's complicated. Absolutely. But the, the actual underlying thing of protect your quarterback, control the ball, stop the other team from scoring will generally win you the game. Yeah. So, so I have a question for you guys. Yeah. So at the end of the game, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of Eric Bienemy and Mahomes kind of jarring at each other. So my question is, do you think sometimes coaches can, like, I don't say, like, they kind of, like, outcoach themselves? Like, make it, like, a simple, like, for example. Uh, have you seen wanna... Pete Carroll coach a Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Oh, have, <laughs> yeah. You seen what, have you seen what Shady McCoy said about that? Right. I saw that. Where he and said that all deep. he does is argue with players and coaches. He doesn't know, Eric Bannemi doesn't know anything about passing or offense. Yeah, but that can't. But is that true though? I mean, uh, uh. I mean, Kansas City has been successful. I mean, I know, I know, Andy Reid has a lot to do with it, but still, like, no, no, Patrick Mahomes has a lot to do with that. Yeah, absolutely, he's on the field. He's on the field because, like, in that fourth quarter, I think that they lost sight of, like, give the ball to your best player, like, give it to Travis Kelsey, like they one on one complicated. Miles Leonard, he's not playing. Give him the ball, even if it's four times. Just throw it to him. Every se- like seven yards, do you know, like like do? Did you mean Darius Leonard? You know, You're talking about the Colts linebacker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah, and, and that's what confuses me about Vegas this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year they just ran the spam Waller play, and it worked. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can't spend all that money on a wide receiver in the spam Waller. This is true. You can looks, you can spam Adams. That's a bad look. Well. They've been trying to spam Adams. <laughs> that's not worked. That fo- that football team's broken. Yeah. Like just completely broken. And but- uh by by the way, you whiny internet twats. Um 
<laughs> that's gonna be our tagline from now on. Yeah. Um I was right about Russell Wilson being the fourth best quarterback in that division right now, and all of you can kiss my starfish. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that offense looks confused. Um, the whole team is the defense is okay, but everything after that is just pitiful. I don't know what the hell is going on with the Broncos. They are absolutely hilarious to watch. Um, man, but how you gonna, so they didn't take so they didn't how you gonna, win that game. How you gonna take one of the most creative man? They here. Here's the thing. The other team how, lost. The game. How are you gonna take one of no, the most creative? They beat San Francisco. They are two I, and one right now. How are you gonna take one of our most creative <laughs> quarterbacks of our generation and turn him into a pocket passer? Because Nathaniel Hackett's in over his head. Fucking yeah. idiot. He's an idiot. So yeah. what happened is, if you look at the end of that game, is they won that game because Russ started doing Russ shit. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing on the run, getting outside the pocket, moving around, getting a couple of yards here and there. Stuff he's done for years that made him a Super Bowl champion. If if Hackett doesn't identify that and be like, man, this is a problem. We got to let him play. They will be a terrible football team for the rest of the year, and my prediction yeah. will be correct. Yeah. They might finish better than the Raiders because the Raiders are just broken. Some people are more comfortable moving around. Well, and, and see, and here's the thing with Russ. He's not a traditional quarterback. Not only does, does his game not fit it, but his game doesn't fit it because he's small. He's shorter than the average running back. If you look at what he played in, in Seattle, everything was passing lanes. You know, roll him out, give him open field, don't put him behind these humongous offensive linemen. They don't do that in Denver. Hackett's trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, and it's not working. I don't know how you could go to a team, and they're like, this guy's available. And I was like, great, I'll make him fit into my system. And it's like, no, he's a Super Bowl champion. You design something that works for him, and then adjust your offense to how he plays for to have the best results possible. I, I don't know if you know this, but um, coaches are stubborn. It's ego. 100%. All, all these people have been told they're great their whole lives. And then when they get corrected, they either fucking like fully melt down or go into uh, full denial. But I mean, that's, that's the way this has always been. Yeah. yeah it's embarrassing. Always. I mean, you've got, you've got a guy that was basically given credit because he was the coach for Aaron Rodgers. Pretty much. I mean, that's, that's, that's all it is. Like he was given credit for the fact that he was the offensive coordinator for a all pro, you know, one of the most talented players of all time. Well, I mean, okay. how much, how much of that is true when it's probably actually um the head coach, he's the, supposed to be the offensive wonderkin. Right. Floor? I mean, yeah. look what they're doing now. Well, I mean, come on. There aren't too many people that can operate with like, bargain bin wide receivers this that's is a true rare, that's, that's a rare thing to not have right. one guy that can help you out so oh you, you mean randall cobb's not the answer look, I, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> so, so we're just gonna i'm gonna say this he's the lebron mm -hmm. as far as he's the lebron of the nfl as far as the gm player situation there that was the dumbest thing ever like <laughs> i'm so mad you sent my friend away don't worry we'll trade for him don't, <laughs> please don't snivel on your uniform before pitchers all right. So who will have a more successful season out of Nathaniel Hackett and Josh McDaniels? Whoever else. <laughs> no, Hackett, because he seems to be in a better situation with the team talent. Yeah. 
because th- th- this piece but is fit. But... It's not going to be because of him, though. No. Unless he adjusts. It, it'll be in spite of him. If we start seeing Russ out of the pocket and Russ moving around and stuff and they adjust, mm-hmm. then I will reverse my opinion on Hackett. If he continues down this path and tries to force a square peg in a round hole, I will not change my opinion on Hackett. Mm. So what seems to be the issue in Oakland? I mean, Oakland. Excuse me. <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> Josh McDaniels, man. Josh McDaniels is not that good. Josh McDaniels is a product of a system. Mm. So you're saying, again, the, the offensive coordinator, when a complete generational talent at quarterback, it may not be a great head coach? Yeah, no. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Not to mention... <laughs> Not to mention it's um, a generational talent at quarterback, but then also the system that he's a product of. It's not just that. Like that whole culture was put together by Brady, Belichick, and Kraft. Like that, you don't take that with you. No. You can try to recreate it. It'll never be that though. Right. And, and speaking of Belichick and Brady, are, are we kind of seeing the, the ends of their dominance? Brady looks beat. He, he, he does. Like he looks, looks mentally beat. exhausted. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even talking yeah, but, about him being physically diminished or anything like that because I haven't seen anything to lead me to believe that. But yeah, he he looks like uh, all this is just taking a mental toll on him, and he needs a bye yeah. week. Yeah, he needs his wife to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, man. Yeah. I can't imagine gone. he's going through. Yeah, or, or or stay gone. I mean, we don't know the whole story. Right. But yeah, he he just he looks mentally exhausted and yeah. the, the the funny thing is i think the most points they've scored all season was against the cowboys probably so i mean that now granted a lot of their a lot of their talent is out due to injuries but they just they don't look right nope and yeah. and the patriots just look bad I don't know how else to describe it. They they're just bad. Is is Matt Patricia calling offensive plays for them now? <laughs> I don't know, and I don't care. Mac Jones is their quarterback. <laughs> hey, I don't think no, it would matter. No, he is not. He will be out for a few weeks. Um, yeah, even oh, wow. worse. They're talking about signing Cam Newton again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be hilarious. It, no, it would be even funnier if they signed Cam Newton and they start winning again. Damn. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> Damn. Be crazy. Because I mean, well, I mean, the, it, Jones is out, so their backup is Brian Hoyer, who I think has been there since um, Scott Zoback was there, and then uh, Bailey Zappi. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> if, if I were, uh... <laughs> who the fuck is Bailey Zappi? <laughs> If I were uh, Cam Newton and they resigned me, I would stick my head in the rehab room every day and go War Eagle and walk out. <laughs> like, I'm here. I'm here now, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted wanted to ask you guys a question before we um, get into our picks. So, would you say that the true standard of a quarterback is how how well they do in one score games? Whether they they can pull off a, a win, game winning drive or come back anything like that, so that kind of a, a son of a good quarterback. Yeah, I would say there's other factors, but yeah, that, that's a good measuring stick, I guess. Okay, so I got four quarterbacks for you guys. Okay, um, obviously those who are just listening can't see this, but Q, QBA um, in 
one score games is 12 and 12 and 16. QBB is 25 and 16. QBC 27, 32 and two. QBD is 63, 46 and one. Which one would you rather have as your quarterback? You always set me up with these things and I still wouldn't have that person as my quarterback. Okay. That's what you always do to me. <laughs> I know how this goes. So you care, to, you care to take a guess as to who any of these are? Um, is QBB Russ? QBB is Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Which makes sense. I mean, he he's yeah. damn good and can pull off game-winning drives. and QBD Russ? QBD is A.A. Ron. Oh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't know the other two. QBC, who went in one-score games, is 40, wins 45% of the time. It's Kirk Cousins. And the number one? Josh Allen. Josh Allen? Josh Allen has lost seven straight games and games decided by one by one score. Has not won a game decided by one score since the playoffs of 2020. You know, you know why? It's because he's got to do so damn much. Yeah, that it makes me worried about Buffalo. It really does. Their running game is non-existent. Yeah, trash. Is Josh Allen? Yeah, they have to get a running back. They have to. You know, um, you know, all these guys made to the NFL. Maybe they don't have a, a decent run blocking line. Wait, uh, so it's all about the offensive line again? Maybe they can't weird. move people. Maybe they can't move people. Yeah, I mean that, that's that is one hundred percent true. I mean, some people can catch an edge rusher, but can't move, drive them out of the way when it's time to run block. Yeah, you know, and with some GMs, offensive line is not a priority because they're like, we've got all these weapons, you know, pay all this money for all these weapons. And, and you don't have a lot of money left for offensive line. And I I guarantee you, if you have a quality offensive line, you will be in most games. Because look at Dallas. Again, their quarterback is not an all-star quarterback. Cooper Rush, no offense, BJ, he's not an all-pro. Three but, of those last three starts. Yeah. With game-winning drives in all three, by the way. All three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> try, I, don't even, I try not to even talk about it. But – he's able to do what he's doing because the offensive line is so good and they're using that properly. Joe Burrow is going to be broken in half. He's going to be the next um, David Carr because his offensive line can't keep him upright. Josh hmm. Allen can't win close games because he can't close them out. And it's not on him. A four minute drill is just basically just him running the ball. And hmm. you cannot do that. Especially if, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's the thing. Like one score games are normally against teams that are good. Mm-hmm. And if you can't close out teams that are good, they are going to come back as evidenced by Patrick Mahomes having an over 60% winning percentage in games decided by one score or less. Again, this game is not complicated. Man. Ooh, man. Um, I was going to say with, with the bills, like when it's like there's times where Josh Allen, especially if they're down, like he feels he feels compelled to where like, hey, I have to win the game on my own. And that's fine. But like great quarterbacks like 
your uh, Aaron Rodgers or, well, you know, let me take Aaron Rodgers out of that. I'll put Tom Brady. One of the things that made Brady so significant is that when, even when he's down, he knows that, okay, like, it's like he pours confidence into guys to make them uh, do, like, solid plays. But with Josh Allen, he feels of, hey, you know what, I got to win this game on my own, and he, and he will rely on his legs to do so. That's where the coach have to realize, okay, I need to give him a solid running back. You don't have to give him an all-pro, just give him someone that can move the chains. If he gets that, I think, I think Buffalo will be solid. But we knew this last year. You know, anybody who watches football went into the draft, went into free agency, knew Buffalo needed a running back. And they didn't address it. Right. Anybody that plays fantasy football knows not to draft any one of those suckers either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not that hard. Right. I mean, yes, it might be hard to to pay a quality running back to go to your team, but to understand that you that you have to address this problem, it's not that complicated. I would be in Green Bay's ear about AJ Dillon right now. Oh, right yeah. now. Oh, hell yeah. Old they get AJ old, Dillon. That's old, a game changer. Old Thighs McGee in the snow up there. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, again, you don't need an all pro running back. Hell, get Natron Means out of retirement. Put him back up there. <laughs> God, what did I do? <laughs> the Bills, the Bills might have enough talent to come off a draft pick or two for AJ Dillon, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, realistically, they are a piece or two away from consistent Super Bowl contention. They still got Tredavious White coming back eventually. Yeah. But without a running game that takes the pressure off Josh Allen, I do not trust him to win the Super Bowl this year or any year until they address this. Take the pressure off Josh Allen and keep the defense on the sidelines, drinking Gatorade and breathing. There you go. It's not that complicated. <laughs> not that complicated. So. Um, but we'll get to our power rankings because those are somewhat complicated because we're idiots. Um, but Buffalo was my number one team last year, last week. They are not anymore. I went with the Miami Dolphins. Again, Damn. best win on the board. Damn. That's BJ? Right there. Man, you're putting them all the way up there so quick. I got to go with the Eagles. Eagles have been consistent all year. Okay. I hate doing that. I don't think you understand. <laughs> um, I got to go with the Eagles too, man. It's it's tough, but uh, uh, I go with the Eagles. This one. Yeah, I went. I went the Eagles by two. Now you, you can bring the Dolphins into it. I can give them. I give them a three place jump. We can't go four. We're not doing that. Okay. I mean, to me, the Dolphins have played consistent, and they've beaten more quality teams than the Eagles. Who have the Eagles beaten this year? They beat Detroit, Washington, and Minnesota. Minnesota's offense quality. Not yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's been weird. But Miami's beaten Baltimore, Buffalo, and I forget who they beat in, in week one. Oh, New England. Yeah. Beat New England. But we just so, talked about how trash New England is. So. Yeah. Uh, but Baltimore and Buffalo are not trash. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I, I picked Miami to be second too. Pick Miami. And number three, I went, I went the Rams in, in LA, and it looks like they got it figured out. Okay. BJ. 
I still want to stick with Kansas City. I like the fact that you don't know where their offense is coming from. They had a hiccup this week, but I'm going to stick with Kansas City. Okay. And Dorian? True. Um, I agree with my counterpart here, BJ. I'm going to go with uh, Kansas City. Yeah, at four, I went Buffalo. I mean, they can't drop them too far, but no. I'm comfortable with the Bills being at that spot also. Okay. Dorian? Same. Bills. Okay. At five, I went Kansas City. Again, I mean, it happens, but you lost to a team that was just trash and got shut out the week before by Jacksonville. I want to drop the Bucks down. I just don't know who I'd replace them with, to be honest with you. I I dropped them out of my top five. I'll put the Rams in there. Five. Okay. Yeah. Words out of my mouth. Yeah, the Bucks. <laughs> Rams. The, the Bucks defense looks good, but something's wrong with Brady. Yeah. Tell yeah. you, man. You Women do that to home. you. Yeah. Man, I, <laughs> look, Captain Liberal. I didn't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Liberal. No, 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 no. It's big city liberal. That's what my family calls me. <laughs> oh no, no. So we'll, we'll we'll do a bottom three. I went with the Raiders because again, that team just looks broken. Yeah, I, I, I like, don't know how, what else to say. They're would, just broken. I would like them also to be at the bottom of my three. Okay, they deserve it. All that money and look what they got. Yeah, it's, it's like the Boston Red Sox of the NFL. Spend all this money and you get shit for it. Um, me, I'm going Bengals. Damn. <laughs> they yeah. won last week. They can and score. What? Well, hold on. Dorian had the Bengals 30th last week because they look bad. They won and he drops them. Because I don't, dude, we You're, see this. Joe Burrow is one hit away from him going, fuck this. Your year. quarterback's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, man, I, don't, I don't trust that offensive line, man. Oh my God. Oh, scary. And their win was against the Jets too, so I don't know. Yeah, well, man. So cool. um my 31st team, I, I went the Texans because they still look just terrible. Oh, I'm going I'm for the Bears. Well, yeah. They are they are garbage. <laughs> Dorian. I'm going Texans. And the Bears are weird too. Like if their offense was decent, their their defense is probably good enough to like get them by. Yeah, they just need a quarterback who they trust to throw the ball. Yeah, thanks, Darn. I'm so glad I drafted Darnell Mooney. So excited about that. (laughs) I think he has like eight total points this year. (laughs) Can't hand it off to him or something. God damn. (laughs) You just deboy saving his ass. Jeez, do something. Trash ass offense. (laughs) Um, So rounding out my bottom three, I went with Seattle. Because. They just look bad. The quarterback didn't run out of the back of the end zone, though. This is true. <laughs> I, I texted you guys when that happened. Like he, he just pulled an Olaski. Yeah, I remember. When I was watching uh, that game when Olaski did that. Yep. Uh-huh. Um. Mm. 
The Redskins do not look particularly good. I want to do that, but I'm not going to. It's because they're not a team anymore. I'm going with the Texans. I. It's going to take years for me to get over that. <laughs> Houston Texans. I'm going to call them the Redskins since I was eight years old. I don't do what I'm going to do. Dorian? Tough. I apologize. Um, I'm going with Chicago. Commanders. Fuck do they command? These nuts. <laughs> Commanders. It's going commando and just, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we'll get to our picks and this, this is kind of fun. So I am nine and six, BJ is nine and six, eight and Dorian is eight and seven. So we don't know shit about the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the lead this week. So the first game we're going to pick was actually a very solid game. Jacksonville and Philadelphia. Oh. I went with the Eagles. BJ's scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared. Put the put the Eagles up there. It's the NFC beast. You already know who I'm going with. Shit. <laughs> okay. People Shit. sleeping on us. Yeah. We have nothing to lose. Like we Quarter- talked about this before. Quarterbacks can be sleeping on his neck. <laughs> All right. You're gonna see. Jalen Hurts when I go run out do any uh play action. Which he will. He's he pretty will. good at it. <laughs> I'm ex- I'm excited about this game. Uh, yeah. Buffalo and Baltimore. So am I. Yes. Super excited. I went. I went Baltimore. I'm going Buffalo. Oh, this is hard. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh shit. Um. Uh, hey, hey Dorian. Dorian, you you going Baltimore? Baltimore? Okay. Yeah. I was about to say. Look at the line. The line is three points. That's one score. What did we just talk about with Josh Allen? He no good. Yeah. I, I I'm no just good. going. I'm going where the numbers take me. I'm saying he gets one here. Okay. Um, Kansas City and Tampa. Th- this hurts because I'm picking against Brady for his second straight week. I, again, I think he's just mentally done. Or maybe he's got spoiled by having good receivers the last few years. Now he has nobody. He's like, damn it. Fuck. It's <laughs> not what I came here for. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Kansas City Queefs. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going with Kansas City. Next one's Minnesota and, and New Orleans. I went in New Orleans because, I mean, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yes. God damn it. He's, he's my quarterback. <laughs> That's my quarterback. Which is why, which is why I texted you about a trade today. <laughs> um, Minnesota. It's not likely. James or Cousins? Um, <laughs> I'll go Cousins. I'll go Minnesota. Here's an interception for you. Here's an interception for you. You get an interception. You get an interception. <laughs> James is the Oprah of the NFL. Oh, um, my God. These two have made quarter, uh, cornerback contracts, like, ridiculous. Like, was it Larry Brown from, from uh, Dallas? Yeah, that was uh, – he, he did what he had to do. Two interceptions in the Super Bowl and took the biggest contract that was offered to him. <laughs> Cannot be mad at the man. Nope. Okay. Um. The the last game is Miami at Cincinnati. I went Cincinnati. Um. I think Miami is going to be really high coming off that win. You know, the a week three win for a team that's not used to winning, and I think Cincinnati catches them. They cannot protect the fucking quarterback, Adam. 
I don't disagree with you. I would crumble if one of those offensive linemen hit me, and I'm pretty sure I could get a sack against him. <laughs> it's you been go- bad. Oh, I, I'm picking the Dolphins. Okay. I, I just don't know what Vegas sees. Like this guy's getting killed. He's getting killed. They're going to break this guy. He's going to have herniated discs all up and down the spine at this rate. So, so the, this game is um, Dorian's number one versus number you know, thirty-two team. So I'm I'm assuming he's taking Cincinnati. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Melvin Ingram is going to have a field day in the offensive line, so I'm going Dolphins. He's a beast, man. If they don't get some blocking help from tight ends or running backs, yeah, he might not finish the season. He was on pace after the Cowboy game for 111 sacks, <laughs> and then continued to get sacked last week. Yeah, yeah. So we do have some time, so I want to bring up. Um, there is some baseball news. So Aaron Judge is at 60 home runs. Um, he's probably going to get the AL record for most home runs in a season. He needs one more to tie Roger Maris, two more to, to pass um, Maris for the AL record. Um, I had someone tell me the other day that, well, he'll have the overall record. I'm like, no, that's Barry Bonds. He has like 70 something. Well, he'll have the overall clean record. And I, I thought to myself, um, that's fine, but I seem to remember pitchers juicing too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it it bothers me that we continue to have this conversation as if only like three or four hitters were taking steroids, and that was the entire league. That was it, just three or four hitters. It was Conseco, it was Bonds, it was um the, the dude in Baltimore, Brady Anderson, and that was about it. What? Yeah, it was more. Oh, yeah, Rafael Palmero. Rafael Palmero. Um, oh. A Rod. Uh, a Rod still gets a pass somehow. I I don't know how. Because Mark Maguire. Maguire, Sosa, yeah. Canseco. Sosa, Segia. Um, there was some more. Uh, yeah, but in, but also it was also the pitchers. Yeah. 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 Was it so uh, shit? John Rocker. Uh, you aren't just going to sit here and hit 500-foot home runs off of me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come get these three more miles an hour. Yeah, Roger Clemens. Um, yeah, no, I mean, th- that's the thing. is like once baseball just kind of said, hey, well, I don't know what y'all are doing over here. Everybody was like, oh, well, I'm not going to get left behind. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame the players. I don't I don't agree with it. I don't, I'm totally against performance-enhancing drugs in sports. But if I'm seeing, like, if every other pitcher I'm facing is on steroids, I'm taking steroids. I will I will catch up. Yeah. I, I go back to the joke from, from Futurama. I was like, back when, when steroid injections were mandatory, yeah, basically, <laughs> like, it evens the playing field. Like, <laughs> fuck I, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I let me rephrase that. But think if you're, like, a struggling player and every mm-hmm. other pitcher you come up against is on steroids. What are you really going to do? If yeah. you're on the fringe, you you could get sent back down. It could be the end of your dream. Mm. Never come back up. It's just different. Yeah. I, I don't know. If if baseball had had a hard stance against it, it'd be much easier to be clean. But when you do the turn to blind eye thing, the mm. blind eye thing, like if this is my profession, I mean, I got to keep up. Well, and, and let's not forget that baseball turned the blind eye because they kind of had to. I mean, Major League Baseball was persona non grata after 96. When the players walked out and there was no World Series, 
there, there, there were no fans after that. Right. And so right. baseball had to do something. So like, oh, you're doing steroids? No, you're not. I, I know nothing. They turned into Colonel Clink. Right. Yeah. That was some of the most fun I've ever had watching baseball, by the Correct. way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would sit there and turn it off of other things. I was basketball games and shit like that just to see if McGuire or Sosa was hitting a home run. Yeah. yeah. So I can be mad about it, but I watched it more. Yeah. And that's the point. That they got that's, me. Yep. Yeah, that's why baseball, that's why they let them do it because the ratings were up. People were watching. People were back into the stadiums. And I, just the lying about it, though. Like, do you think we're that stupid? People aren't built like that. I don't know. I, I see 30% of this country being that stupid. People don't naturally have forearms like Mark McGuire. <laughs> like that, that dude looked like he had sectioned up telephone poles for arms. <laughs> People's heads don't grow like four sizes after they become yeah, adults. Like, yeah, I know. You like you look at Barry Bonds' jawline, and it's like, yeah, that that's all natural, right? Like your, jaw, <laughs> right. your jaw just expanded. You added bone structure. Yeah. I'm sure that's common after 30. <laughs> and Sammy Sosa. Like you look at Sammy Sosa, like who the hell is this guy? Exactly. I never heard of Sammy Sosa until he started hitting home runs. Yeah. All of a sudden everybody knows Sammy Sosa. Yep. Have you seen him lately? Oh my god. Uh, Michael Jackson himself. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a boiled shrimp. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I don't oh, know what to say dude. to that. That's terrible. Oh, I don't care. Hideous, like, dude. That's terrible. He must have what's that? Body dysmorphic disorder, something like that, or body sure. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. He's got one of those things where he doesn't like the way he looks and he's convinced he looks some way and he's treating it with bleach, apparently. Yeah. A lot of it. But isn't he looks, he... Like, he looks like he could be cast in white chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another movie that would never get made nowadays. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How come they get to wear the white face, but I can't wear the black face? Because <laughs> you're a racist prick. Go sit back down. <laughs> I could hear that being asked all over the country. Oh yes, yeah. churches in churches everywhere. Well, well they did the white face. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Oh, Just... sorry, sorry. They did the white face. Yeah, yeah. You got to got to pronounce the H. Got to put the H before the W. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, this country likes to argue the the race of a mythical creature with a mermaid. We are, we are going to hell. The fish had destroyed. The fish had tits, guys. It doesn't matter what color it is. (laughs) Once it had tits, you could probably suspend reality and be like, this thing could be purple at this point. (laughs) I don't care. I don't don't care. Uh, I really don't care. You know why I don't care? Because I'm not going to go see it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what color Ariel is. And if you took your six-year-old kid to see it, unless you showed him the original Little Mermaid, which you probably could if you wanted to, yeah, um, they would have no idea. So it's a you well, thing. Again, it's a you thing. You right. selfish fucks. 
you get people that think you're the main character. It's a you thing. <laughs> Shut and the it's fuck up. Fictional. It's just it's fictional. Talking about fictional characters. <laughs> character. you're, you're ruining my childhood. No, your uncle did that. <laughs> when you were 10. Yeah, that's that's not Ariel being black. Exactly. She's got dreads. Are you just mad that your hair cannot dread up? Yes. And if it did, you would smell like a wet dog. Is that that what you're upset about? Oh, my God. I swear like half of white rage is because they can't twerk. (laughs) Why why does it look like somebody waving veal cutlets? I've seen some that can do that thing, you know what I'm saying? So I'll leave that Come thing. on, yeah, a I, small percentage is not, you know, not yeah, generalized yeah, yeah. We, to the we entire. We always race. talk about it. We got to eliminate the unicorns. Just because Iggy Azalea can, can twerk does not does not mean oh, a white chick scam. Oh man, if you guys ever heard her try to rap at that show before, <laughs> golly. <laughs> she was popular for one reason, and it was not her rapping style. Yeah. It was her ass. You can say it was her ass. Everybody here knows it's her ass. <laughs> uh, that's it. Yep. That, and was that's a, that was the reason. That was embarrassing. <laughs> that was an embarrassing section of white history, but I don't claim her. She's Australian. <laughs> Just like Mel Gibson. I don't claim him either. Yeah, they're all they're a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be raped by a pack of whoa? Whoa, dude. What? <laughs> why, why we gotta be all that, man? Just, just say, do you want to get raped by people by like a bunch of guys? <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? I don't know where we just went. I'm terrified to ask. No. Oh, <laughs> you, you guys didn't hear what he said? When, when they had Mel Gibson on video, he was talking to, I don't know if his daughter or his girlfriend, and he was like, do you want to be raped by a pack of, you know, the N-word? Damn. I okay, then. I remember hearing that now. I... You just might want to provide some context before you launch into that because I was confused right. for a minute. I was like, I was like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> He's losing it over like, here. I cancel this shit? What He's fucking saying? losing no. it over here. Yeah, no, Mel Gibson, I think this was back in 2013. No, I remember him saying that now that you, yeah. you said that. There's a recording of it, right. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right. But, so, but um, yeah. context matters when you have a conversation, <laughs> you just set up the, the line first. Who travels in packs and rapes? Besides, besides the cross teams, <laughs> well, football teams. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to play favoritism and not mention our favorite sport. No, no. I mean, <laughs> Jameis wasn't by himself. Sean Oakland wasn't by himself. Damn. <laughs> the punter for the Bills wasn't by himself. Nope, nope, nope. And and Jameis had it on on tape. So I mean, he was. He's not the brightest of, of bulbs. <laughs> You don't think any of these are girls who like sign up for this and about the fifth guy in there like nope. <laughs> I you know I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm not saying any specific case. And that does happen. That does yeah. happen. Like, oh, this is a terrible mistake. Like I had a friend, loose acquaintance, whose wife Wait, had was she loose sc- or was she loose? Well, I'm about to tell you, whose wife <laughs> had to be scraped off of a bathroom at Jesse Black's. She was butt ass naked after about four or five guys walked out of there. And then she claimed somebody put something in her drink. She told the cops that. So the cops told her to go to the hospital, get tested. The only thing she had in her bloodstream was alcohol and dick. Like, there's, <laughs> that's it. So, like, there's girls that do that. Like, Damn, oh, I mean, false, yeah. false yeah. accusations she, do happen. 
You she fucked, still need to follow up on them, though. She fucked enough guys to field a basketball team and then was like, hey, you know, somebody drugged me. That couldn't have possibly been me. Oh, no, I've known you since you were 17. It was definitely just you. <laughs> and only you. <laughs> it's just, yeah, that was you. <laughs> Golly. Well, but yeah, false accusations do happen. It, it but, is true. That doesn't mean that when it, when when somebody you know says hey this is what happened you shouldn't follow up on it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you shouldn't follow up on it. Absolutely not. Every everything should be investigated, but yeah. all all sides should be heard and then should be investigated properly. Now, uh, on the flip side, if a woman knowingly, or I'm sorry, if a person knowingly makes a false accusation for any crime, yeah, they should be punished. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's one thing to misremember. It's one I, thing to get, you know, your memory wrong. I get that. But if you knowingly make a false accusation, there should be consequences. Yes. I can hear Shannon start right now. I need my restitution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you get, did you guys hear his rant against Brett Favre? No, I didn't. Probably great, though. Oh, it was great because, you know, in to the, I think BJ, you posted it on social media. Um, was it um, Jameis Winston got more coverage over the crab legs that he stole than Brett Favre did over the millions that he stole from welfare? Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, well, and according to Shannon Sharp, and he's probably not wrong, most people who get away with stealing money look like Brett Favre. <laughs> no, shit. yep, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was funny that now Bayless was asking him, Does this tarnish his legacy? No, because his legacy was already tarnished. We've already forgotten about the text message that he sent to the, the girl in New York. Wee wee. He said wee wee, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. To Jen Sturger, <laughs> I believe her name was. I don't know. I told you I remember weird names. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he, Brett Ferber is not a nice guy at yeah. all. And when you're stealing welfare checks from people and you're a millionaire, you're just a him. jackass. I can yeah. just hear him. They don't deserve it anyways. Yeah. yeah, they can get jobs. Well, doing them a favor. Apparently, there was a text message of him asking the governor. So, will will the media ever find out where where the money came from? Like, dude, yes. you're a jerk. Yes. Yes. Go yes. away. The they media always finds out. Baskin Robbins always finds out. Just leave actually, it alone. Actually, I just I just called you to tell you that they found out. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This is part of the discovery for the case. Fuck. Just, I was looking at something just to finish up, just before we changed our conversation to our little off topic here. Um, Joe Burrow's been sacked 15 times in three games. In three games. What's five times 17? 105. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Come on. Yeah. Do something. I, Somebody I wanna, do something. I want to say the record's like 70. Dude, look, did you see Jason Peters in the few plays that he played in the Cowboy game the other night? Why did they not sign him? Why didn't the Gators sign Lincoln Riley? Holy shit. He, Jason Peters is out there smashing people. He's playing guard. Played left tackle his whole career. He's playing guard. I don't know. But on that wonderful note, I think we're going to call it a night, gentlemen. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Let's go. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.